Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, our last time we had a podcast was cold and pouring rain, and today... 96 degrees. <laughs> and we're back outside in our natural habitat, right? Yeah, so you will hear wildlife, chickens, mm-hmm. and a dog. And lots of wildlife, like Us. freeways and tires. Yeah. So we pretend it's a babbling brook in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we want to appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, our Daily downloads are growing. We're over um, 1,600, so we appreciate um, you know you listening and um, sharing. And um, I think we got some new podcast listeners, hopefully from Slovenia. Uh, there was an article published, and we got a lot of new followers. So if y'all tuning in from there, uh, howdy! It's kind of cool how we get these articles written about us, and they they get every, everything they need off the website, and then they just write us and say. Can we have these photos? And we're like, oh, okay, you're being published in Slovenia. Awesome. It's kind of interesting how that happens. Yeah, so we got a lot of um, new Instagram followers from that and Facebook followers. And so hopefully some of you are tuning in. And um, so, yeah, Eastern Europe. <laughs> you have how many more on Facebook? Oh, a lot. I mean, we got a couple thousand uh, likes on Instagram, I think. It went up, so that was all good. visual and Instagram. Well, the lady did a really good job with the article because you know she used the pictures that we had, some Instagram photos. So, been posting some good ones because the yard's really looking nice thanks to the rain. So thanks to Justin. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, finally so. finished the last four, the final four raised beds. So that was a goal for the year, the start of the year. So we finished finished the last four. Um, replaced the, the, the three by eight beds with three by tens in sequence, so we made three by end up with three by thirty six foot long, so we can irrigate better. Um, so that was sort of a milestone we had to shoot for. Mm-hmm. So you finished that, and then um, a lot of people. There was a picture I posted right after the rains, the clouds we had just you know that we actually had weather so there's clouds and blue skies which was pretty everywhere you looked it was like oh that's a pretty shot oh that's a pretty shot so i posted that one um well also because we picked up the plastic yeah because it was, plastic, so was the, fr- the winter's over uh-huh. and we picked up the plastic and we were able to then with the rain things exploded and then mm-hmm. with the heat yeah. it's starting to look it really was, nice yeah. such a good shot well not good shot it just was I think the sky made it nice because there were still you could see the junk in the background because you as you were pushing no not the junk but the uh, unkeptness in the background but the guy there was a guy at Facebook he says um, he liked the picture so much he made it his, his screensaver so. including the junk <laughs> uh-huh, so it's but real, real. Yeah, it's keeping real, it real keeping hashtag. it real hashtag no photoshop no, no, photoshop. no filter no, no photoshop and yeah there's no filter on that one so ain't nothing fake there. <laughs> But um, so people probably um, were commenting a lot. Were um, how you know how what's your spaces in between your, the raised bed? How big is your beds? What soils you use? So any tips for people who want to start like raised bed 
and gardening. Well, there were three by original beds were three by eight, and then we turned them into three by eight foot beds, and then about a two foot pathway in between it, or eighteen inch pathway, and then we made them now three by ten in sequence, and they joined together. So I would like to think I got more square footage. There was a couple I widened some of the pathways on the main. Thoroughfare of the greenhouse and the compost pile. So into the chicken coop. Yeah, compost pile, chicken coop access because some of the trees were shading some things. The orange trees were shading it. So um, now with the heat kicking in, I have the the tea tape irrigation is is laid out, mm -hmm. but it's not hooked up yet. So I have to. I'm trying to avoid PVC. I might use rubber. Copper's a little too expensive, but to join the tape to the garden hose mm -hmm. so that's the next step and then with the 96 degrees today I had a water last night and so there's a little bit of pressure to get the irrigation done so now that the raised beds are done I get the irrigation done but we're able to remineralize the soil at the same time which I think made a big difference because it's been years since we've been able to do it so you don't have to do, you don't have so, to do it every year yeah so can you define what we what remineralize we other than I fertilize my, my, my garden. Well, it's basically rock dust. If, uh, there's a website about remineralization with many different products. There's volcanic ash or dust. There's... It's big in the UK. I think that's where it started, that, that, that website. Was it that one? Yeah, remineralization.org yes, or something. Yes, something like that. And so they have some. And then also sea solids, which is basically sea salt. And... There's many different kinds of rock dust, so I used a combination and basically haven't used fertilizer, I don't think this year. I, fer I fish fertilized a couple of new transplants, but they're starting to look really good, especially that broccoli bed and that Chinese uh, cabbage. Mm -hmm. I have to post those pictures. Yeah. on Instagram because they're really super duper. No, I know. Just get a close on shot of just the actual vegetables. So yeah, speaking of what, what are you planting now? Like I know you have, you have stuff in the garden. So what's in the ground right now? What's, what is in the soil blocks and what are you, and then what are you seeding? Well, what's in the so, new raised beds is salad mix because that's our money maker. We can sell salad mix up to about July 4th before we get wiped out by a bugatta bug, a ditzy, first or second bugatta bug last week when the heat started coming in. So salad makes you sell about 20 to 30 pounds of salad a week, ranging obviously on the low end could be 10 pounds, depending on the country club orders, or up to as much as 30 pounds. But I see broccoli, right? So that's still left over from winter. Salad, broccoli, broccolini, lettuce, endive, sorrel, Red, green onions. Green onions, kale, three different kinds of kale, fava beans. I put them on the list because they got a lot of favas on there. Um, Swiss chard, green mustard, minutina. Like test, test at the end. <laughs> check, 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 check. Mm -hmm. Lettuce, musclin mix. Sorrel. Yeah, I got Sorrel. that. Mm -hmm. And then also changing over to the summer stuff. So, so what's coming now up? I took out some of the lettuce, put in uh, Italian basil. So they love the heat. So hopefully with the heat, they'll take off. So it's got two beds of that. And I'm trying to debate whether I should plant pole beans right now. The Kentucky ones? Uh, I think they're blue legs, but... Kentucky ones are a little bit thicker, flatter, so I'm trying, trying a different variety. don't want to do the bush beans because of the picking issues. If I do whole beans, easier to pick and a little bit more space. Um, we also peppers? Uh, yeah, peppers, but they're not on the ground. Not so the ground, the no. peppers, they do very well in the 25-gallon container with the oil in the middle. If you listen to some of our previous po podcasts, there was last year... They were saying what you do with your peppers, so uh, hopefully they're get a good crop this year. So that was the ones on the south facing wall. They're about 12 to 18 inches high, and then I got a new batch coming in. So yeah, and I see in the soil blocks is it cucumbers and, and squash? Or yeah, the first the first batch of cucumbers and squash 
rotted with that freeze we had in late the late March. Actually, late, no, it's late March. Yeah, late March freeze. Mm -hmm. So they basically rotted all my seedlings because I thought I should have had in the greenhouse, but the greenhouse had the tomatoes in there, so which were a little bit more sensitive. I had had to plant a second batch of squash and cucumbers and they look really good and they're ready to go. I just, I have a couple empty beds I want to plant them in, but I was afraid to transplant them at 96 degree heat. So I might, it's supposed to cool down. It's a one day heat wave. Yeah, let's go back to 65 or something. Yeah, 70 degrees. So when I, when it gets cools off, I'll plant the cucumbers, and transplant then, the cucumbers. And then, you're, and then what about the tomatoes? They're still in four inches. Mm -hmm. um, I probably could pot them up into gallons to buy some time until I have the space mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. um, they don't seem to do too well into can containers. I have the artisan ones, mm -hmm. but What's the, pep up? Yeah. the peppers are really good in containers. Yeah. So, um, what new? Th I know I made some notes on and posted on the post <laughs> in the kitchen thing like oh like um, the dwarf chard you know we, we you know bring that back and so but what new new items are things are you growing this year like you've never had before or you're bringing back or what's what's like oh I've never either never grown this before or oh we haven't grown this in a long time is there anything new that's coming up that you that you're bringing back or starting there's something but you put me on the spot so now I can't remember um, um what was the one is that sweet wardrobe? I know you got some of that. Yeah, that we ordered some plants for that. That was a blast in the past. Yeah, the African blue basil's finally bouncing back. I planted, um, we lost them to the freeze, so I was able to replant the cuttings that I'd saved in the greenhouse, and we could sell all, all the blue basil we can grow. New Zealand spinach sort of took off in the front yard. I did clear out one section. It was put, choking out, like literally, it looked like it was like, I suffocating eat. it was and it grew massive it was almost like a grass it was yeah, grass and, but it was mouth. mounded it almost just yeah it was crazy it was, yeah so we had to move like a little the, too much <laughs> we had to move the pansies to the shade uh -huh. um in the containers the giant jump ups in the shade and then trying to transfer over to the summer flowers stay in the flower business mm -hmm. so we're able to um what do you call it can just succession yeah, because the flowers are all blooming. It's really nice in the front. All the pansies and the happy the face. Nasturtiums and the nasturtiums and the nasturtiums. I think the oh, and the roses. The roses are blooming. So even I got to make um, the red rose roses petal. blooming. The miniature roses blooming, and then the the new mm -hmm. ones is the wildflowers. Mm -hmm. um, we bought a bunch of wildflower seeds. So some of the, for our bouquet, I should put them on the CSA thing. Bouquet thing. Mm -hmm. Jordy can make some of her rose petal syrup, right? Mm -hmm. Rose petal lemonade. Rose petal lemonade. <laughs> That's a favorite thing. It's been a long time since we had Yeah. And then on the, the CSA farm box front, we've uh, opened up to new subscribers and we changed from the front um, porch because they were getting too many, too tall. So they're have a, we've changed the pickup to the patio, back patio. So about once a month we open up to new subscribers. We had about a dozen people on the waiting list. Um, so. Unfortunately, the first of the month was Easter. I think it was Easter mm -hmm. Sunday. Or, and so we had about four new signups. So we crossed the 60 subscriber uh, threshold or mm -hmm. barrier. Mm -hmm. And then I shut it down um, just so I can grow naturally, not get too overwhelmed. So this week, it looks like it could be 40, 45 boxes. Because a lot of people are out of town on spring break. But um, divided into two days. Mm -hmm plus the country club, plus the um, thing. But the farm stand, the front porch, can only fit so many boxes. And it's hard to be like, there's no obviously, place to take it down, you know, like yeah, if you get Obviously to the, the one at the bottom shows it first. Down, yeah. The person's box, that was always at the bottom, Murphy's Law or whatever, they show up first and they're box five, <laughs> or box one, with five boxes on top. So we had this nice patio area. So they can stretch out. Yeah, so we just put it single. We're trying, basically, we're trying to make the homestead. Well, the year, yeah, the, the this year is focusing on efficiency and just just run more run efficiency, efficiency with time less, time less time amount of work. Less, you know, it so takes the a lot CSA of time. software, everything's basically prepaid. We have a cooler for the eggs. Um, people, that's the only thing. And then 
people and the broth and stuff so mm -hmm. that people are able to um, add it's just on. The, less, the less time we can not I wouldn't say waste I mean it's nice talking to people and everything but sometimes you just sit there and wait for someone to show up and, and meanwhile I could be doing the jams because I can't keep the charts of jam on the shelves they keep flying out but you had a CSA article that maybe you wanted to talk about you were mentioning something you we had a this was from March 2018 grow vegetable grower news they're on our we're on their mailing list so they had somebody write an article survey shows not all lost for CSAs this uh, reporter interviewed a farmer and said matter-of-factly CSA is a dying model, though I've heard from this sentiment from many growers and in these very pages. I was surprised to hear the state of the CSA model pronounced upon so succinctly and with such finality. So this, they said it was over. Um, and their advice, which we've been doing for a couple of years, mm -hmm. is to make it customizable. Mm -hmm. Which is more work, but have your customers. The root of the problem, the guy points out, is that the wastefulness and people get mm -hmm. stuff that so they, they don't, don't want. They can't eat, or they're like I said, for us, they say many of our subscribers, they have either fruit trees in their backyard, so why should they buy citrus from us? They're just gonna, so this way they customize it, they don't get citrus, or some people, they don't like garlic or onions or certain thing, or they might be growing greens in their backyard garden, and so they're just getting stuff that they can't get, so. and. The question is that they ask some CSA members why they are members and why do they leave. The large majority said they eat healthier, 88% have a positive impact on the world, 80% and have a connection to the farms, 75%. In contrast, only 35% of the people said they were saving money through membership. Obviously, household income of the members is relatively high. However, this guy writes, he heard from a grower who divides the total weight of produce received yearly by the, the feed to show members that although the upfront cost can be shock-inducing, <laughs> if the CSA subscription, they're paying 147 a pound for organic produce, a great bargain. So it averages it out. Yeah. Obviously, some of the other stuff, especially if we have to get it from another farm, um, and organic is more expensive. It's always going to be more expensive. So they just suggested customization um, to avoid vegetable guilt. Suggested swap boxes at a pickup site. So that was another reason we can move it back here. Is if somebody didn't, uh, we had a couple of people because of the spring break and Easter were not to able customize. to customize their box. They're like, oh, we didn't want that. So they opened <laughs> the box and they said they had too much citrus. So they were able to swap out um, some extra carrots or broccoli we had. Um, so we're gonna have like a we'll all set it up where what you can swap what we have surplus of so if they want to bump up like oh I could have used that you know avocado avocados will have a the swap sur surplus and then um, the, the preserves and everything out because yeah well then we I have can, to teach people how to customize it mm -hmm. well obviously if they miss the deadline mm -hmm. that's why we also have a laptop out there and I think Justin once he wa walks them through they get yeah once they get the hang of it but you still got to meet the deadlines so it says point though each farm does its best to communicate and can cater to its members at the end of the day each CSA is unique because it's a reflection of the farmer or farmers like we do multi-farm oh, CSA to help uh, smooth out the hills and, and valleys. multi-farm and we're on food artisan so because we get bread yeah so bread, we're multi-farm we multi and food artisan we used to carry more stuff I'd probably get back into maybe yeah. a couple more artisans I know I was thinking maybe look up like okay we could maybe use well granola. we used to we yeah. used to have the farm stand we used to have other people's products but yes. you would have to store their product and things would get old but if yeah. it's pre-sold yeah it's easier to put into so we just I mean today we got a cancellation from uh, Somebody canceled their subscription. Only because she moved away. So her, she said it was the great, greatest CSA she had. Yeah, so what did she say? She says she canceled her account because I moved and the pickup location is very far away from my new house. Thank you, and what I want you to know is that I was very happy with your service. The produce is always super fresh and delicious. Thank you very much. So we lose them to moving or pregnancy or childcare. <laughs> so that was our most... Um, Pregnancy should explain that one. <laughs> well, a lot of them said, yeah. 
they get busy and, and they, they stop get cooking. Yeah, yeah, they get it's, they get they have a baby and then and the other one is moving because yeah. we've had people move or their job change or something their schedule changes. Which yeah, that's why we also did that. Um, uh, FedEx. We were trying to get twenty five thousand so we can maybe even have a delivery route. FedEx small business grant. Yeah, yeah so if we had a grant, we, we would. Maybe have a couple extra drop-offs. Mm-hmm. So if those who voted, the west side, we thank you for those who voted. <laughs> we haven't heard. FedEx has not called us. So. The top 100, <laughs> the finalists for the next round will be narrowed to 100, uh-huh. and that's released 4, 12, 18. So a couple days. In a couple days, they will announce the finalists, and then one out of the one out of 10 people win a, win something in the next round. So we'll yeah. see what if, if we, we if we get it, then we grow the CSA. I mean, you know, if you had a pickup on the west side, you know, just like get across the traffic. Or like I said, even we're at the cafe of work, you, you, you could do this. Well, the that's Sunland. already, no, but that's already can be a pickup. Yeah, that's already could be a pickup. But yeah. I'm just saying like, get it across town, west yeah. of us. Yeah. So that the issue is, like I said, grow sustainably and be able to, um, you sent out emails just a couple of people for because the edible flower. Yeah. You have to follow up with them, see if they're interested in that. We're trying to, grow slowly without dropping anybody um it's a challenge because there's stuff in the yard and i look at that and go oh you could do something with that oh you can do something with that oh should do something with that then i go off to work come back tired barely make the channel sometimes (laughs) i'm trying i have to like yeah i gotta get better at it um hopefully just a lot of my list is longer than your list yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna have a big uh, yeah well, whatever uh, yeah, when you're I get anxiety on, when I look at my list so don't make a list well yeah. Jordy has been busy um, upgrading the Urban Homestead website so um, she's got some <laughs> you know things that she needs to put in hopefully uh, like a podcast and yeah, a podcast you know a podcast feed and, and better uh, featuring some stuff so that's on the agenda um yeah, so let's see what else. Oh, spring cleaning. That's when Justin's <laughs> doing spring cleaning and more cleaning. We got approved. We got that too. That's, yeah, the. That's a, I thought I threw so much junk away already and still more. Well, the. the but rib, we the, hang on to that wood and we use it. <laughs> we did we use t- some stuff. The stuff we hung on for 10 years, we, we finally, just used, finally it. used it. So, so it's kind of hard, but if you're opening up tours or workshops, you have to. Dad um, would call it the four corners of the yard. And like, there's a nice little circle that looks pretty good. Yeah. But just, just don't, don't look at the, the corners. Don't go to the corners. Yeah. Don't throw Green the screen. corners. Compost pile that hasn't been touched. Trellises that we have to figure out where to store them, how to store Rotted them. Wood. Um, plastic for the row covers. Mm-hmm. The metal wire that goes over the raised beds. Yeah. Um, just storage. So it's like, was that challenges with small city homesteads? Dog storage. Tone space for long-term homesteading and storage it might look good and it did look good for the first quote five years as you were going everything was new and shiny and well they also have to realize that when we had media a lot of the stuff was just like bundled up shoved in the garage and the door was closed (laughs) (laughs) that's the secrets of the homestead (laughs) i think most people do that yeah Yeah. so but now we're trying to use the garage for uh we have refrigeration in there and then try to have a workspace, a workspace. Yeah, because yeah, work um, yeah, because of that. Um, you want to talk? About, what did you get in the email today about? Oh, it takes forever. Apparently, <laughs> I have, like almost three months ago submitted to Airbnb experiences. They said two to four weeks. It was two to four months. Well, it's not two to four weeks. It's probably going on four months now. And they're like, oh, you have been approved to experiences. Now go to the second round, which is adding in the photos and the availability, but. I kind of thought it'd be two to four weeks, but it ended up being four months. So we are one step closer to having a bunch of experiences on Airbnb, which is going to be pretty exciting. Think about it. <laughs> it's just like, I didn't know it was going to be this long. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to plan things for Christmas and put that down. But <laughs> Spring's and, over. And, and yeah. in the meantime, we're working with um, Christina Chan, which we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. She's an herbalist and she also is a a really talented artist and she is sketching. She's sketching a a layout, a tour guide. It's generally the the map everybody wants. (laughs) But she's sketching it by hand and it's pretty cool to watch her work. It's a a layout of the entire homestead that will be 
provided when we do our tours, it'll be provided. They can't go home with it. They'll be confiscated at the end of the tour. <laughs> but there'll be a handout where you can navigate around the homestead and see all the ten elements into action. Uh, that is in development, along with some other things we're not ready to announce. But so other things that happened since the last podcast, I helped a friend of mine move his and my bees from an urban mountaintop to Acton. We moved about 10 hives in the middle of the night. I got back at one o'clock in the morning. Um, so the bees are moving close. I've got to get that uh, closer to reality to have uh, split them up and get more bees um, to divide and conquer because they're getting, because of the rain, we're hoping to get some honey and honeycomb. Uh, another milestone we also crossed was one year memorial, one year anniversary of Dad's memorial. We had April 1st of 2017. So this year um, we went to the beach and chilled out on the beach. So that was Dad's nice to, so it was nice to take it was a break. Also the yeah, so, so I thanked everybody on Facebook who was a part of that. That was a special or whatever day. Yeah, well, that was hard um, to and believe. Yeah, people, a year. Yeah. you know, came together and stuff. So I, I did a little thank you note to everybody um, online for coming together and doing that. That was tough. There was some, you know, really special thank yous that you needed to go out. So we did that. Because we couldn't have done it without a, a lot of, or lot of a, help, a lot of help, and a few people that really stepped up. So. Yeah, so that brought back a lot of depression, maybe if you want to call it. And so that was a I rough think week. So that, yeah. yeah, so probably leave that moving along. So um, we got yeah. Um, so we got. I know a lot of our listeners. You know, we've gotten um, feedback from you know positive feedback, and we appreciate that. And then some people. You know, you get an email and you're just like, wow. I mean, it even just wow. kind of... It was, it was one hell of an it was, email. It was, yeah. It was one of those like, wow. And I had I read it once and then I didn't... Actually, I read it again slower and I didn't even read Process the stuff, it. what was in there. So it was... Um, I don't know if Jordy can read the whole I thing. I can, but, but I did, do you want me to just kind of go through Yeah, just it? I would okay. seem to. But we wanted uh, especially to give a, a shout out to Sherry, right? It's, it's yeah. a eight and a half by eleven paper. <laughs> Size eight font. <laughs> yeah, and there's no spaces in it. You know, it's a full page. But the subject of the email that came through was, um, um, you have blessed me, um, because of this podcast and so. Um, She's on episode what ten? Yeah, wrote a really nice email. So I'm not acknowledge her for that. She wrote on um, names and then said. I'm not writing to ask anything. I just wanted, like many have, to tell you how you have blessed me since my new podcast only about a week ago. You three have deeply impacted me in my faith walk and what the Lord has called me to do as a homesteader. I love the podcast because I can listen to you all and I'll stop my own work. Justin, wowee. (laughs) (laughs) I love your heart. For your dad and your information is very informative and empowering to me. And then she asked how we build up the soil. She's only 10 podcasts in, but has already changed my practices, and I'm already fired out about getting started. I live in South Mississippi, and I'm very concerned about our air quality and what's landing on our plants. Um, So she talks about how she composted. Um, I have so much to learn. We're always experimenting with natural and organic ways to grow here, and we know so little. I saw your dad's video about a year ago, and it has stuck in my mind all this time, especially seeing you three as a homeschooled mom who schooled my son, who is now 24. We lived and live a lot like you do, but not to the kind of success you all have had. My heart is full of the respect and love you have for your dad and for his loss. You have been a great witness of the Lord in this, and you stand out in the love and respect you have for your father and for each other. Um, Family, I want you mostly to realize that I'm not a follower of your dad because I wasn't knowledgeable of him to do so, for I would have. I'm a follower of you three. You are what I know. And what you share is what I'm aware of. You are the very ones who are my teachers. It was your dad's legacy to you. And now you have taken up the mantle and you are the ones who are leading me. Your dad was right. The podcast for an excellent idea. Uh, she talks about her business and her homesteading. Can't help but love you all as a mom would because you three are so very precious and it's evident that you love each other with all your hearts. That alone is a great testimony to your dad. Uh, um, 
Your dad was right. Just share stories in your life. It is more than enough. You're doing a great job. I can work and listen. I have to stop. I take you with me to my garden and listen while I work. I I'm praying for you all to have the strength to keep going and imagine how bad the hole in your heart is, it is and how tough it is without your dad's leadership and help. You have an awfully full plate and I hope that hope that have already understood that you will never feel his shoes that you yourselves are a gift and the gifts you give are equally as wonderful in the way you give them I understand this well personally I want to encourage you to always ask the Lord to direct you so you don't burn out I did and it's awful um, I see where you had yeah, stop giving toys at the moment those kinds of decisions are wise because you need to focus on what's more important you're giving a truly great deal of yourself and it's reaching us it truly is Ladies, I am impressed about your dress and how you remain so feminine in the midst of all the chores. There's great ministry just in that alone, but much more. I applaud you greatly. We continue to lift you up in the Lord and as you're beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing to prepare those of us who are aware of our responsibility to stewardship, our earthly home. You can be sure that I will listen. When I listen, I'll be learning, practicing, and praying with and for you three. You are my teachers, and I will pass on when I teach. May God truly bless you on our journey. So she has a small podcast called Our Homestead. And she's on YouTube as Bayou Town Productions. It's a well-written email. I skimmed through it. I just, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we'd be here for another maybe 20 minutes. It's good. It's a good article. Very nice. So, he posted yeah, no, it on Facebook. It was special, so we really appreciate that. So, um, Like I said, sometimes it makes those little things and little notes even saying thank you. Um, didn't somebody say that? Just, just say thank you means a lot. Because sometimes you just... You go what? What did we just talk about? We said we can go a week. Who was that with Sergio? Who was that? Who was that with? And you said, oh, I just on a weekly basis. Oh, it was uh, with Phil and Nancy. Oh, Phil and Nancy. So, like encourage yeah. yourself. Yeah, encourage somebody you. just said something nice to you. Yeah. Every once in a while, I lift you up. I said, yeah, yeah. I just schedule it in. Like, like once a week. Once a week. <laughs> once a day. And morning and night. Some sort of encouragement. Because otherwise, I'm just like. Yeah, he's come out that thing. What was the one itself? I mean, sometimes you need to feel good about yourself. So. Compliments help. Uh, emails help. Um, yeah, that's we have fifty. She's got a long Almost way to go. Almost sixty got, podcasts now. I think. Hope she doesn't get bored of us. But <laughs> six. She's one quarter. No one. And sixth of the way in. Yeah. So. So um yeah, and then this week I really got was it was it Sunday and the last Sunday I was starting got back in jam making because. Okay. Yeah. It was a small miracle. Well, one lady, no, what did she write? Right, and then there was one lady that wrote. She she said, "Did I have the three sisters marmalade?" She remember from three years ago. Oh, yeah, she signed up for oh, a new word. farm box subscriber uh -huh. um, around the first of the month, and she called up. She had just moved back to Pasadena uh -huh. from Idlewild, uh -huh. and she remember those. She wanted to know if we had three sisters marmalade because uh -huh. last time she was here three and a half years ago. <laughs> She liked it. I was like, wow. Three so you have the marmaladers in the refrigerator, right? I have to put them up. The ones I started yesterday? Yeah, you have one jar left on the porch uh -huh. and it's almost sold out. So you have to. But like I said, it's a making the jams without pectin, and it's it's a, not a challenge, but it's it makes it worth it. It takes much, much, much longer, uh, but it's worth it. And I taught Audrey, who works at the cafe with me, how to make it, and she was like it was funny she goes um she went to a potluck and there was a on the potluck there was a, um somebody with i guess marmalade and she goes she saw it and she's like oh my god annie's would be horrified at seeing this and she was funny how she said it i don't i don't want to describe what she thought the marmalade looked like because it was a little like well that's a little much but but i think you know thanks for you know Compliment. You know, complimenting me that you know that is that it's. Um, but what do you do special on the marmalade? So with slice the, yeah. it smaller. Well, with the marmalade, yeah, I use uh, the whole fruit. Um, I, I and I let it. I what happens is in the challenge with marmalade because it's a trick. Man, I was. It's um, it's not like berries because you mash the berries, you add the the sugar, sugar and you and then you boil the crap out of it until it becomes you know. Um, that soft gel stage. Technical term. Technical term, so. Boil the crap out of it? No, but basically it becomes, becomes, yeah. So do you boil the crap out of it? No, you boil it. So it basically becomes like a molten lava field. But that's, you asked the question about marmalade. So I just want to know if there's the description of boil the crap out of it. Yeah, boil the crap out of it. No, because people tell me, and even Audrey, she texted me, all the way on high heat the whole time? Yes, Audrey. All the way on the high heat for the yes. whole time? Yes. yes. 
Don't it's turn scary. it down. No, it's no. scary. All the way, high heat the whole time. So We eat your mistakes though, so. I haven't had one in a while, so. Lucky nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so with the marmalades, it's because I like to use the, the, the pieces of the, the rind. If you, I guess, add that if you started it, you know, the, with the rinds, the little rinds and the juice, and you, you know, boiled it and then add the sugar, if those rinds don't get soft enough, guess what you're gonna have? You're gonna have, um, you know, like that candied peel, yeah. Because you're going to start the candied, or not candied, you're going to start the gel process yeah. with it's hard rinds. So the trick is to get the rinds soft before you add the sugar, then you do your boiling the crap out of it. And then you have nice marmalade. Again, technical charm. <laughs> but they don't last long in the farm stand, so, or the farm box program. I don't like marmalade, but I'll eat, I'll eat that with marmalade. It's good. Yeah, so Seville oranges we got from Renee. She, our neighbor Renee, always brings us uh, Seville oranges from her backyard. Um, they're the bitter. People don't know what sour. Seville are. They're in yeah, they're sour oranges. You can't eat them. But they were developed in Pasadena. Yeah, you can't eat them raw, but you can. They make really amazing. But you also like mix strawberry, Meyer lemon, right? Strawberry, Meyer lemon. Another favorite. I haven't done it this year, but is. Um, Meyer lemon vanilla bean, Meyer lemon Earl Grey you can do. Cognac, um, the three yeah. citrus one is popular, the orange, I, one, another one that was, another popular one was orange rosemary ginger. Yeah, O'Neill liked that one. Yeah, and that's why I, a lot of the chefs, they pair, they pair it with uh, cheeses. Yeah, because crackers and cheese and they don't and, need the sweet and strawberry jam. Yeah, and the marmalade you can also use on, which we did in, uh, at, the cafe is we're putting them in, um, and we do here at the homestead, in gr on grilled cheese sandwiches. Like the, um, we can, you can do that in the grilled cheese sandwiches if you do like an jalapeno or balsamic. Mm -hmm. And then you can use it if you do chickens or fish, you can use it as a basting or uh, saucing uh, thing. So it's, it's uh, marmalades have many uses. So they're, with jams and marmalades, when, you, when I talk at my classes, I think beyond, you know, the toast in terms of what you know using it um, in terms of just you know buttering a piece of bread there's a lot of versatile uses that you can use with the marmalade so um, yeah really get I, I, I really like but the root of the it, thing so. is boil the crap out of it right? that's, <laughs> and that's what no that's what one lady said she came to the one of the workshops she says I can't for the life of me get my jam to gel I don't know what I'm can. doing wrong don't know what I'm doing it's, wrong it's scary if you don't do it right because you yeah. can burn it yeah. So. The, the thing is, caveat, it all begins with the right pan. It all begins. It all begins the heavy bottom mm -hmm. because we would try to make jam with the aluminum pans. Mm -hmm. that, heavy bottom know, pans, or if you can afford it, copper. The the little aluminum pans that sometimes you have, you need the double, you know, that bottom, mm -hmm. heavy bottomed, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> good pans. Yeah. That'll, good worth, that'll yeah. worth money. If you can get them given to you, it's awesome. Copper is even better. But yeah so i think if you're a podcast patron there is a gem workshop um that you get access to so we'll find gem. it on airbnb experiences eventually <laughs> stay eventually. tuned i'm going to actually that's um, i'm gonna hopefully by the end of this week get a jam workshop up so mm -hmm. get that out of the way because of the berries are in season and it's a good time to start jamming so yeah the blackberry out front is got lots of flowers on there um, partially because it's got more sunlight, because we took out some, uh... Blackberries look amazing. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's we have to be, fight the birds with them. interesting? I was walking down the street, and I saw all this white, and I'm like, what is white blooming in the front yard? And I backtracked, you know, I was like caught out of the corner of my eye, backtracking, wow, that is all blackberries. I gotta get it a picture, so unusual. is it still there? Yeah, it's so get them before. Like, is it better what? from the, the neighbor's side? Yeah. I'm not okay. saying what that's what it looked like, it almost looked like you planted um, like an oleander in the front yard, yeah. that white flower. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? what's blooming? What did Justin plant there? And I like backtracked. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, because he took out the loquat and somehow the fig tree kind of looks scary. You know what I thought about the other day? I said, it's 
kind of seemed slow. Well, it was busting out till it got hit by the freeze. Yeah, and it kind of just stopped. It was a late freeze, so that that is troublesome. I, I, you know, it hit me the other day. I it kind of when it kind of crossed no my leaf, yeah. no leaves on it. This one back here has, has leaves. Yeah, on no, it. but yeah. you trimmed it, and then it got hit by frost. But it was kind of weird. I kind of did a double take in my head. I'm like, huh? And then I cut it. Everything no, else is busting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. Two, thi- two things that stopped the grapes along oh, the fence yeah, they stopped nothing they stopped from that freeze they uh-huh. were busting out then the fig tree in the front yard the petite negra mm-hmm. this one back here must it didn't get hit by cold so oh, against the wall so much. Mm-hmm. and the patio and the other tree protects it it's got full-size leaves on it the one in the front uh, the two trees protect it as if well. we don't get any fix from that tree we're screwed no, I know. yeah i know that'll be a sad day it, well that is but what happened it froze late and yeah. since it froze late yeah, After I just, heat, it scared, it, it scared was hot you. and then it froze. You know, the thing should have been dormant when it froze and then it protected itself. Yeah. It just tells you. It was that's two what months happens. late. But the grapes were busting out, the fig tree was busting out, and they both seemed suspended in time. It was, you look at the yard, everything is busting out. Except the fig tree, this white sticks. Yeah. With very, very little small leaves yeah, on it. It's chosen. It might be. If we don't, like that's like 20 or 30 know, pints a week. Like it could come back. I mean, like the nasturtium. We thought the nasturtium for toast. Yeah, they bounce back. Nasturtiums are going to bloom late. Mm-hmm. They're going to bloom late. We should be having some now. That if you look like, like you know, like flashbacks, sometimes it, yeah. yeah, flashbacks March, on Facebook it would be like off the, no, yeah. the, we thought the nasturtium would be well, one because some, I'm not sure how, how good a season will get. Yeah, the but ones that were protected from the freeze, they're good. Yeah. The ones in on the wall that the should heat, be six feet tall. It got hot. It toasted them and then it froze them. <laughs> they should be six feet tall already. There's a couple yeah. on the corner. See that one by and the green. And if they bloom, it will be blooming late. But if we're done in July, that means it's two months of bloom. April. The the aphids it might gonna be fully bloomed. Yeah. Stay tuned to see no, if we, I know, if we get figs in the station. Things are not. You know what they it's should. It's like be. stunted. The fig tree is like stunted. I mean, if, for lack of a better word. It well, is actually. Up and down. It is, and then like I said, I was talking to Audrey, and she was like, "Oh, what are you planting your garden?" And I said, "Tomatoes." And she said, "For the last five years, she's tried, tried, tried so hard to plant tomatoes, and she's gone. She thought it was her." I said, "Not you." Well, I said, oh. "That's about right." I said, "That's about right." She's like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "Yeah, that's about We're right." We're gonna try them in a new place this year, something that's been like untouched and had like chickens on it for mm-hmm. like two, three years. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Between it is two, currently eighty-six between. degrees, <laughs> and it is at seven, seven o'clock, o'clock at night. night. So I, I'm happy barefoot. Spring, yeah, happy spring or no, happy summer. And happy it'll be 69 summer. on Thursday. See, I told you it was gonna go I down in 60s. Weather whiplash. Hashtag, Hashtag. Weather has menopause. <laughs> there is a um, hot flash. Hot flash. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, one day heat wave. Cotton coming up. The cotton hasn't come up yet. I'm a little concerned why the cotton hasn't come up. The hops is growing pretty well. They came out fast in this heat, mm-hmm. but I have to watch them because they're cold weather. They like yeah. cold, cool. so I have them in the cool area. Um, the photi is growing like gangbusters. I have to water that thing; it can dry out pretty fast. Yeah, the thing is, we have a lot of herbs. So if any herbalist, local herbalist, want to buy stuff from, we got lavenders and chamomile. Lavenders. Well, did you see what lavenders. I did? I I kind of been pulling out all our drying stuff. I'm trying to get yeah. to the point uh-huh. because there's so much we don't use it. And um, one of the my friends, she kind of like moved me by, and she was like, she wants sometimes wants to have herbs, and I said, help yourself. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want to hurt your plant. I'm like, I was like, no, help, help yourself. yourself. If I just show you how to cut it, you know, don't cut the tips, go down. She's like, but you make money off it. I'm like, lady. She just so stays away from the cilantro and parsley, yeah. which we cannot grow enough to sell. Which I don't think she will. But she was just like, as long as I show you how to cut it, go down. Oh. Just, how much can one lady eat? You know? So if people have not tuned in, those are the wild parrots of Pasadena that fly over every night. So. Yeah, we're back. We fly in. up to the mountains to roost. It is very interesting to see parrots, but we're used to it. Speaking but the people who haven't seen them, they're like. Those are parrots? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, speaking of birds, we did uh, have a chance to go to the Ren Fair. Uh, that was fun. And they had Jordan a little bird. Next entering falconry. <laughs> <laughs> and falconry. Man, dude, I was in love with falconry since my side of the mountain, so don't give me that. I read okay. the book My Side of the Mountain, I'm in the falconry. Oh, my God. All right, so you want to talk about your falcons? Oh, well, not falcons. Kuka, Kookaburro. Kookaburro. And no. uh, Vulture. A vulture and owl. Lenny the black-headed vulture that wouldn't listen to anyone. No. 
He was bad, but he was bad, but he liked to spread his wings so he could definitely. But um, he was cool. No, it was fun. We went with a friend who treated us, and that was that was nice. And she said, you know, she was gonna go over herself, and then and then. Uh, what I find most humorous is people thought Annie's and I were wearing costumes. <laughs> I said, no, we just opened our closet. We go here, we go, put it on, and everybody's like, oh, nice costume. I'm like, no, this is my closet. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had a little bit of accoutrements a we little bit. We could have accoutrements a little better. But that very night, I just opened my closet <laughs> and pulled out everything. Like, like, oh, you got so a gas. fit in, and I did. They're like, oh, you no, and they got gas. And I'm like, no, it's my, my closet. <laughs> you are wearing women's underwear and public. They razzed Justin. You're wearing women's underwear. I thought they would have more. I thought they would have more sandals, but they were heavy on the boots. Because they're sexy. Says the lady with boots. <laughs> I just came yeah. as myself. But then, I mean, there was like over the top people. Where it was like, oh my word. Full length. Carl and leather. Leather. Black leather. Black leather. Get up. Just deck the halls and jewelry and furs. And it's just like. Well, and it was kind of warm. Caribbean, Game of Thrones. Oh, it was mixed. It was, there was, it was uh, Doctor Comic Who, Con Comic Con. There was a little bit of um, Game of Thrones. There was a little bit of um, Frozen. A little bit, yeah. Was... So the that... Oh, and unicorns. Oh yeah. Then oh, a guy. The guy I took a photo of him dressed all in black with the unicorn head. He made me laugh. Oh, there he was just a tin guy. The there was a guy with a tin, a tin hat, a puritans, and then a tin hat. The puritans were hilarious. Tin man, tin man, or something. Or they say, "Stop speaking to the devil box." The devil box. <laughs> He's talking to the. We're devil at a red fair. You know everybody. They know everybody had a cell phone, so. <laughs> but the lady that we went with, Susanna, she, we stopped for lunch, and she said she apologized for staying so long at the leather shop. They had leather boots. Best was Jordy was very close to buying one to use as a pattern. Yeah, she was not aware that before. Like thirty. No, 20, 20, 20 years. Grew up before the flower this. business. Grew up doing this. Before the flower business, we actually... Leather craftsmen. Leather mm. craftsmen who had five or six stores, stores in, in Old Town. Mm -hmm. And exhibits and booths. And were written up in a magazine. Uh, artists. And we printed print up our own catalog. Mm -hmm. we, the, we sold on online. Sundance uh, catalog was interested in us, but we just couldn't produce enough to supply them. They wanted us to have a warehouse, and we just like everything is handmade, literally. But like my hand three children, <laughs> Dad was like, "They're stitching him. We can't do your catalog." <laughs> so yeah, it kind of got me itching of like, oh, crafty, crafty. No, no. If I go back and I have oh. a lot of money, I might get that. You can vest get the vest and train. The guy was making it right there. The guy was punching them right there. It's not. It's not elaborate. It's not elaborate. And you just have the, yeah. the size and the pattern. Yeah. You can trace it out to whatever and you want. spinning and yarn. So, good And all uh, this bunch yeah. of guys, shirtless with long hair, pirates, and that kind of stuff. Jack Sparrow. And then a lot we met, of Jack Sparrows. Yeah, a lot of Jack But then we <laughs> ran into a, a friend of ours. Um, and he's, he, he wears, I think he, Roger Gray, he wears a kilt, I think, every day. I, I've never I, seen him without a kilt. He's not out of character. No, he's not out of character. He, that's, and he's that's a school him. teacher, a local school teacher, so I ran into him. I, I, I figured we were going to run into him, and I looked, and I finally ran into him. But he, he does the, the the old English, and it's old always English. Canterbury Tales, and he's just sitting there. And he's, you know, he'll no sit there. I have no idea just, what you're saying, and but just go, it is English. Oh, sounds nice. <laughs> he'll talk the old English, and I have idea what he's saying but it's English but it's just like oh, everything is he said pronounce it pronounce it the original Drop word was it. to pronounce it, it. every 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 letter yeah every letter was so like drought draw 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 something he said There's something he said that what is that word? word and I said drought he goes yeah every word was every original old English every word was pronounced it did he said modern English is bad LOL. And so then they had Shakespeare. The Shakespeare guy's he's he's pretty funny. He is. He was I'm good. sure I saw him somewhere. I've you know, seen he's him on before. the cover of the thing. He's he's like the, the Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I don't think he's anybody but Shakespeare. He's, <laughs> he's good. He's he was Shakespeare. Good. I mean, yeah. I don't think he thinks he's not Shakespeare. <laughs> no, he was good. The other people I wish they worked on the PA system mm -hmm. a bit, but yeah. he But we were there the opening day, so they had this big uh we were like, oh, ha, ha. Fur, yeah, we were 
first in line. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Second, second line. Opening, the Lord line, Mayor, who had a bachelor party, <laughs> and everybody, the girls were razzing him <laughs> because his fiance, and he's like, "Well, we're both bachelors. So we have bachelor parties every day." Then and just then this the, big yeah. skit before the opening. Just, and then dancing and jokers. And <laughs> that that music that uh, like five music of harpsichord stuff. Yeah. And then uh, God Save the Queen. She just walked around. Oh, but you know, we got, we got, we got, I didn't know this, but Jordy's like, you know, that person just gave you a dirty look. I didn't know when the royalty came through. You were supposed to I was supposed to make way. I didn't make way. He was just like walking through and the lady was like, I was like, like, mind my own business. And Jordy's like, that lady just gave you the death. No, you were supposed to give way to the royal court, niece. You just walked right in the They were the royal court in the Ren Fair. You were supposed to give way. She just took you down and she just like looked you up and went, no. Well, I was, I was, what do you call it, distracted by the pretties. I don't know. She took you down with her look. She was just like, miss, you're dead. Off with the head. Serious, yeah. <laughs> she Off did. She did. She just like cut me in the stocks. You were supposed to. Uh, they should have put me in the stocks. Way to the royal court and. Well, that was the side where they said, child, child care, hourly rates, and they had a stock. <laughs> stock care. What do you call those things? Yeah, stock. the stocks. Yeah. Punishment. Hourly and daily rates. For <laughs> it was pretty funny that the humor was kind of fun. That you know the thing is, you you know you wonder if the old people that do. We said all oh, these guys go back to like lawyer jobs and doctor jobs. And I said, no, this is what they do. No, there were some and genuine. Some of the, some genuine. Of the, the, the people know on the road 50, 43 weeks of the year. Yeah, that's what we talked about. Like 42 She's weeks like, of the year. She's like, I just go from fair to fair to fair to fair. That's what she does. And she sells her stuff. I mean, she, I don't think she knew how to interact in outside society. <laughs> society's like thought she was in the in in, in renaissance land uh, for like the, and so the friend the, my friend was t- tying on these cuffs these uh, leather cuffs the wrist cuffs uh-huh. you know so you could fight because she's one like, of them looked like loki from yeah. the avengers or whatever yeah. and she was like i'm loki or something mm-hmm. lady i won't repeat it here but generally she said yes yeah, sometimes a bee needs to be slapped <laughs> just like she just went on well, Susanna, okay, the problem we went with is just a trip to go with. I mean, you just... Well, that, is, one, that is an experience in itself, and it's so fun. So the people are so. making fun of the cell phones, and the one guy walked by and said, Oh, there's ye old ATM, because <laughs> everybody was having a cat. And I saw something I never thought I would see again, was somebody swiping a credit card with carbon paper. He was like... <laughs> I was horrified. He has a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Justin goes, are they still illegal? <laughs> he goes, he has paper. <laughs> I said he, he went back as Renaissance. <laughs> there was a chip reader. You know, modern things have a chip he reader. Just, he had, he I said, I thought I would reader. never see that ever again. <laughs> hey, was that a payphone? They didn't have a payphone. Well, no, no payphone. No okay. But he had a credit card swiper. Actually... <laughs> Katunk, katunk. <laughs> and I was just sitting there. But not a swipe, like, credit card rubber or something, whatever they call them. Yeah, it was on carbon paper. And I said, oh, maybe it's a prop, you know, yeah. that he's just. No, he was actually he using was actually, it. And I was just. We're just like, how does he process that stuff? You were fascinated with it. I mean, either he's been in that business that long. I don't even know. But they have this, then they have this roving band of. Puritans and the lady I'm with, she's kind of like an eco friendly. She was wearing like some Mother Earth costume or something. Last year, yeah. Last year, and she was recounting the story how they just chased her through the whole rent fair, calling her a dollar truck. <laughs> <laughs> she. she <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was from, I mean, they had some very young kids to like grandparents. I mean, it was like a multi generational, oh, yeah, it was, it wasn't it? Was, yeah. It's fun. And the people manning the boots, you know, they had the kids. Yeah, the It's kids like mm-hmm. husband, wife, kids manning mm-hmm. the boots. They, some of them you look like, like Mexican. The, ni- the knife, um, the yeah, knife Arkansas boot that I just wanted. Yeah. All the beautiful yeah. knives yeah. that I just They're wanted. Like, yeah. Buy some knives so we can feed all these kids. <laughs> Arkansas toothpick. I call it the Arkansas toothpick. He goes, how do you know what that's called? Like, We're born in the it. South. If the shoes weren't quite so, the boots weren't quite so expensive. Well, they last forever. The guy, did you see the guy I was watching go to boot? He came with his old ones, gave it to Lady. She just like, she apparently had given them because she gave them back his old one. It looked like they were resold. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, and I, I know mean, that wanted to. Four hundred dollars for a pair of boots. Well, not four hundred dollars for a pair. But that was with a nine button but boots that oh, went all the way up to the knees. But yeah. I'm just saying, if you like. Some of my favorite favorite shoes. I have boots. Yeah. I, I was disappointed. I thought I'd see some more leather sandals, that, oh, like yeah. instead of the keen yeah. bits, you know the the. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh uh, yeah, Keynes. Yeah. yeah. And not unless we forget the lady who uh, laced uh, let old lace tablecloth bomb the tree. Yeah. That was At Pandora's closet. <laughs> I was on her website today. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> one day. <laughs> So yeah, she takes like old lace tablecloth and it just like drew. I mean, just the booth. The booth itself, itself was just like she, uh, wow. On Facebook, she showed her building that booth. Go look at it. She built it. Stunning. Just and it's just like incredible. all the lace like coats. And like yeah, I, I tried them on and then I looked at the price tag and said someday. <laughs> but Not you know what? Say, like, like I said, worth one, every penny. Worth every you will penny. you will have that right for now. the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, worth every penny. Mm-hmm. It looks like she if you bought it back, she'd repay her stuff too. No, that, I mean that's like quality it's work. It. It's craftsmen. It's, it's yeah, it's beautiful. And like I said, I got so itchy. And I'm like, okay, Google Ravelry patterns. I started. We have all the tools. We still have all the leather tools, and we do have two. I did make a leather purse. I remember the leather. I'm not leather purse. Um, leather pillows. I cut out the pillows and then punched the holes and crocheted them together. Yeah, I we actually. Of a, oh, and I made a bag like that. It, no, I know. I, I have a prototype of a vest with. Um, with love, crochet together. Yeah. yeah, one. I used to do jewelry as well. Jewelry, leather and light, uh, leather and beads. Mm-hmm. I sold pieces, beautiful pieces. There were turquoise. Was it jade? No. No, no, mix of beads. Turquoise, jade. It was leather. And we had in the leather strap. With these chokers. With the discs. That one guy bought like five of them. I know. I sold jewelry. And they were uniquely designed. Leather and beads. The original, always, the original, like, well, we actually, the original remember, we, we know we geocities.com slash Jules Derby's was the leather well, we business. Did, we looked to, we did back in the days look to sell at the Ren Fair. Yeah, Chad, we were going to do that. Uh, one of my dreams is to resurrect the Jules Derby's, you know, like the, as the line, Jules Derby's leather line. Dad designed this logo with the J and D together, then we made a stamp out of it. But. Okay, go for Justin now. J- Justin, JD. So. Yeah, Jules Derby's pretty nice. Just, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I mean the JD stumped. Yeah, I mean. We had Etsy. Uh, we didn't do too well on Etsy, but you're supposed but to. But didn't do much. I mean. You're I supposed didn't. to buy, sell, like we did on eBay. I sold pretty. We went through some well, of the inventory. We put ourselves out of business. That's the problem. You know why we put ourselves out of business? Because well, everybody who received the leather gift from us never, or bought something from us never had, had to do it again. Well, look at this. Again. This is Justin's. This is Justin's. Uh, yeah. Clipper holder? Well, we had, he, we had uh, wallet? Yeah. I mean, no, he has it on the table right here. It's leather. It was uh, my 86 year old teacher at the time. I don't know. We gave her. Ren like Fair. A, <laughs> we gave her a checkbook, like, cover, like, I don't know, when I was very, very young. And then she passed away, and, you know, go through, you know, they gave us some of her stuff back, and it's like still there. That one lady had, a, we gave it, they had a estate sale, mm-hmm. and they were selling. <laughs> they were selling the level stuff that we had given the person. For, for... <laughs> it was for like 40 bucks. <laughs> we went to a friend's estate sale and, she, you know, she had passed. Moving, or, or moving. moving, and her family put the stuff up on estate. So we go there, and it's like, oh, we gave, wow, we gave her all that stuff. And they're selling it for a lot of money. Vintage <laughs> leather stuff. Vintage leather. It was vintage weird. leather. It was weird to see. We probably, you know, it was probably more than what she paid for it. What we gave it to her. We gave it to her, so it was more than. But we, we paid. did put ourselves out of business because every time. I mean, what? Well, oh, used to crochet hats. Well, one of the one of our biggest sellers was checkbooks. Yeah. It's basically three Back pieces. Of, when we had checkbooks, yeah. Three pieces of leather stitched together. So we had some psychedelic leather. We had bomber jacket leather. We had suede leather. We had kangaroo leather. We had pigskin. Uh, and we think nobody carries around a checkbook. So we did cell phone holders for a while, but now they're all. They're there's all different sizes. Yeah, they're not a universal. They universal, the, like the flip phones. We did those, and people bought them. We did cell phone holders. Yeah, we're totally lazy. You know? no, we now we did. Oh, you know what? No, you guys forgot what the biggest sellers were. Leather headbands. Oh, jeez. Leather headbands. Oh, yeah. Leather headbands. Stock. You cannot keep them in stock. How much were you charge? 25 bucks? 20, 20 bucks or something. In the way, you could not keep thing. them in stock. The wide ones. The wide oh, ones. Yeah, Those that one lady, she bought like... 20 of them. And then she wanted the psychedelic colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a purple, pink, lime green, mm-hmm. gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were oh, dynamite. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, that was popular. And they're all hands. Then we had a puppy purse. Mm-hmm. That had a puppy purse well, that we made. Yeah. So we I told Justin you should do a leather. You know, so here's the thing. You know, it's perfect. You, because you, you know, 
We have it all would this take, stuff. No, it would take no, people made, years to, to, you have all accumulate. the tools, you have all the cutting boards, you have all the things. Have a little thing, come come punch holes and make yourself a key fob or Dad something. Dad and I designed. Because you got all the, I mean, basically all the, the tool, equipment. tools. Yeah. Dad so, and I designed this puppy purse. And it was so pretty dang amazing, so popular, we actually pulled it. Mm -hmm. We, we pulled it because designers and people who had more money than we did and had warehouses were looking at it and trying to take it. So we pulled it, we rather we took it off the market because we weren't ready to market it. So the so now have thing all we had. these pieces of these puppet parcels because they were like the the people running in the stores are like, oh you know, the designer for something something it was, it was and they're like measuring them. We're like, oh so we pulled them off the market. We had the leather craft catalog had this magic money clip that came back from the 60s remind me this like 20 20 years ago 25 years ago so they had this money clip that from the 60s and they were selling a kit basically two pieces of leather with this bray i mean what do you call it it's leather like crossed yeah crossed the way the way it's laced together and it's like of the jacob's ladder thing that you flip mm -hmm. over and go yeah. like this so that's all that and we had a bunch of scrap leather and he he souped it up a little bit. How do you say that? He, he gentrified, it. gentrified it. Maybe I guess that's what you call. It. I don't know. We made it more like classic, fashionable, fashionable. Mm -hmm. And so the we had it at this little mom and pop store on Colorado, I guess an old town. The corner. And then around the corner is a chain Jay store. Jay, a, a chain store sees we sold like sixty. I think it was one day we sold sixty money clips. Mm -hmm. This one lady was selling it for us. And then J. Crew was around the corner, and the next and thing the you know, reps would come in. Next thing you know, they're selling the money. She's like, all the reps with J. Crew were in here, and the next thing you know, you walk in the J. Crew, they're all knocked off. Yeah, they can so. do it. They can do it cheaper and faster. And faster. So yes, it's hard for small businesses and family business, staying business. So yeah, we don't know. Don't um, lesson some all of the that, some of the know. stuff we have we exclusively dad's design though, yeah. and i'd like to get those back up we got picked up the fruit bowl design. off a old catalog but he's still some exclusive he and then the it. vases and the purses exclusively and the dad's design stuff. yeah so um, i might have to dust off the leather business <laughs> ye old leather business <laughs> You so made Justin wear leather and you're out there and, and stuck in talking. Well, you were looking at the camel kilt. I did see him look at the camel kilt. Yes, Ladies, he was looking at camel kilts. He did. They didn't have my size. Ooh. All right. So what's his size? I'll go uh, buy him one for next time. Go we'll buy him the real kilt. Yeah. I might have to dust off the leather business. <laughs> so, well, I, I think, think we, uh, just for those who listen to the podcast, we... Did two guest podcasts in a row? Did we do that? No, 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 no not no. okay. Well, well, we had a holy week and no, we are. We it was Easter and Passover mm -hmm. all together. No, we're 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 on part. We got this one in, so we it'll squeeze be, this it, one in. We squeeze this one in, so okay. it'll be us, and then it goes live tomorrow. <laughs> nice. In six hours. In six hours. So. College. No, <laughs> five hours. Well, that was the plan if we didn't get together, but it yeah. worked out. It worked out today, so we got everything done, and I get back from work early. That was, that well, was a backup plan. Sorry, not early. I got back to work on time. From work on time. The backup so. plan so pressure would be off. In case, yeah. But we got everything, uh, everybody up we to squeezed date. in the five hours to spare. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Out off the press. Uh -huh. So I guess there's going to be a, a lot of more stuff to, I guess, the garden. We'll see what, what in the next few weeks holds. Yeah, we have podcast news. We have never got to our dog rescue mm -hmm. and weather and what we're going to do and, next. Yeah, and our event's coming up. So hopefully Ooh, by then... We know what we're going to do next. This one I have to listen to. <laughs> There's talk of each one doing a solo one itself. Again. Or we could do 50 minutes or of silence. Or even, how about this? We Why do don't you guys write us what you want to hear? Send us an email. We want to hear. We could do ye old podcast and do 55 minutes of silence. <laughs> Urban Homestead, Urban Homestead Silent. <laughs> Immerse yourself, immersion experience. There we go. <laughs> what we hear every day. All right. So, um, want to say, hey, yeah, everybody, happy spring and thanks for tuning in and, and joining us and hope everybody's doing well out there and we'll um, see you next time. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Let's go down to the earth.
suburban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Folks, remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback, and if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.